Hi guys, I'm Stephanie Panicello. You might recognize me as Claire Redfield in Resident Evil 2 or in Infinite Darkness, or maybe you know me as the voice of Betty Ross in Marvel's What If series, or possibly you know me as Vora from Paladins or Fairy from Trials of Mana. If you guys do know me, then you are here right now because I'm hanging out with these two lovely gentlemen on Two Dads and a Podcast. Welcome to another Two Dads in a Podcast interview series. We didn't even ask her to call us lovely. <laughs> we didn't. We didn't. She just, uh, she said it and I was like, so my- I wasn't holding up cue cards or anything this time. Nope. Mm -mm. We didn't slip her a note digitally saying- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So welcome. Like he said, we are doing an interview again, you know, because we do that thing. We do that now sometimes. Yeah, time to time. We enjoy Here, it. Man. Talking to people, getting to know them. We ask the questions that and nobody has ever wanted to ask before. And nobody still wants to ask them for whatever reason. Nobody wants to hear the answers, but we did it. Yep. So, no, it's <laughs> it's a great inside look into like actual the personality of the people who provide the personality to some of your favorite voices. And this week we just happened to get an amazing person to sit down with us, Stephanie and, and Pancello. She's, she's getting more and more and more roles. She's getting out there. She, her voice I mean, is she, getting there. She has some uh, awesome she has some credits amazing right now. Amazing <laughs> credits. Yeah. I yeah, mean, I mean she ran Claire down. Redfield. Claire Redfield. Uh, you know, <laughs> alone. And she does a lot of. You know, we didn't talk about it as much, but she does a lot of motion capture work for a character she doesn't voice as well. I, so she does a hey, lot of the background what? stuff. So. Betsy Ross, you know, the, the new What If series has been amazing. So Yes, yes. That's all you got to know. So here you go, guys. Enjoy. Oh. <laughs> Welcome. What, 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 we came, what did we come here for again? So we've been, like, doing this for, like, a year now, and it's uh, crazy how different everybody's answers are to all these questions that we kind of ask, and they're not, we're, we're really, like, we we reached out to you because we love the work that you're doing in, in voice acting and stuff but and we're huge nerds right right but we know all that <laughs> stuff so most of the questions okay. aren't going to be about that Ooh, it's gonna be okay. yeah so our, our our interview series we call it our get to know series i can look probably look up five ten different videos of you talking about resident evil of you talking about your voice work and but that doesn't tell me anything about you so okay. that's that's it that's sounds, where we like to start. Sounds creepy when you say it. Oh, uh, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like I, oh I, no, what what are we gonna ask me? Should, should I put my hair up? Is it like less imposing so, if my hair is up? <laughs> we'll, we'll start off with the what do you personally geek out for, like in life? What do I personally? Does it have to be? No, anything. Like, no, anything? anything. Like for me, like my big thing is like music and stuff. Um, and, and, you know, I got the comic books and video games and stuff like most good nerds, but music is like my <laughs> big thing. So yeah. it can be anything. Um, so obviously I love, you know, the geek world um, and I love board games and things like that, too. But like the other part that I really geek out on is I love like outdoorsy stuff. So nice, I nice. geek out on like survival gear, on anything that's like gear related <laughs> that could somehow be helpful or beneficial or lighter weight or whatever it is I'm backpacking right, right. or, or hiking or any of that stuff. Like that stuff I geek out on and I geek out on like new locations on where to like see stuff at and like oh, learning nice. oh, yeah. about what's around my environment. So if it's like, like, I love telling people like it. So I'm, I live in Southern California and there's a plant in the wilderness in Southern California called the yucca plant, which I remember the first time I learned about it, I was like, oh, you mean to say yucca? And they're like, no, it's yucca. And it's different. <laughs> and it's like the hard, it's like the hardware store of the wilderness out here. And it's amazing. So anytime I take people out on hikes, I'm like, so you could do this and this with it and this with it. <laughs> like, oh, no. I get yeah. very excited. So that stuff's what I geek out on for sure. So, uh, so I take yeah. it the zombie survival guide has a very prominent place on your shelf then. Oh, I mean, come on. <laughs> I straight up have survival guidebooks and all kinds of weird books like that, like how to make knots, all these different kinds of like guns and stuff, right. machine guns. And people are like, why does she need this? Like, I just no. do. So that's my thing. That's definitely nice. my thing. 
I have other things that I geek out on, but that's, right, right. that's, that's, that's a big one. <laughs> so, so I do have to kind of ask because you mentioned it very briefly and I'm a big board game guy. What's, what's your favorite? Um, so I think what kind of got me into all of it was Settlers of Catan. I feel like that's the gateway oh, drug yes. into, like, <laughs> into the in, complex life. games. It's like more, right, you right, know, yeah. stuff like that. Um, but I really, it's really easy and it's a simple kind of strategy card game, but it's called Splendor. Um, I like that one. I don't know if yeah. you all have played it, but okay. It's just so easy to teach somebody new and everyone can learn and you don't have to like hate each other when you're doing it. So like, <laughs> I like that because Settlers of Catan, like it destroys friendships and families. Oh, yes. Like, it's, just, it's just, it's good until it's not good anymore. So, um, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then I used to love, now it feels morbid to even say, but Pandemic was a fantastic game. Oh, you yeah. could work together Apparently. to save the planet. These days, I feel like, I don't know if they're doing really well or really poorly with their sales. So, you know. <laughs> it's a little close to home, I think. Yeah. Um, no, so. uh, clearly not enough people played those games. Um, we failed. Speaking <laughs> of superpowers, what is your favorite type of music? Oh, I love that you didn't ask me. <laughs> My favorite type of music. Okay, so I love, oh, oh man. I kind of, okay. So I love bluegrass. I love folk. Um, oh, nice, nice. I love a lot of like older type of music, but definitely like anything inspired with blues, anything. I love country as well. When I'm in the car, it's country. Um, I love rock as well. Um, but I think, so when I was in college, I remember there was, um, I had to take an elective and the only class that I willingly took at 8 a.m. Yeah. was <laughs> modern popular music. And it taught me so much about music and its origins. And I remember learning about oh, yeah. Muddy Waters um, and just like these great artists and like where it all started from. And that just, I love all of that. So anything that's got like that cool older sound to it, older feel to it, I really like anything that's, uh, I lean more on lyrics than I do on music, but if the music sucks, then it's no good either. So yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I'm right there with you. Like lyrics are a big, if it has lyrics, I need them to actually make sense. And mm -hmm. I need them to be more than just the same thing repeated 18,000 times. Oh no, see, two of my favorite <laughs> bands are the Red Hot Chili Peppers and the Black Keys. And that is all not making sense and being repeated. I mean, I do love, again, I, so. I, I do love both of them, but <laughs> that's because the music <laughs> is as good as it is. Because the music is good. Have you guys heard Black Pumas? Those are kind of like semi-newer. Yeah, Black yeah, yeah. Pumas. There's I, a blah, the black humans are pretty good right now. I, I've been is, enjoying them. You know what? Let's I've come to the Spotify. realization that if, if a band has black in the name, it's probably really good. Black Sabbath, Black Keys, and there's just a ton of their Black Mountain. There's a ton of bands that have black in the name, and they're just fantastic. And they're like, tend to be automatically good. <laughs> the Black Lips, they're fantastic. Yeah. You know? Well, Just I already like their uh, their their fashion with the the jackets and the hats, so I'm <laughs> I'm down with this. <laughs> they got a cool like old sound to it too, but I, I don't know. Like I said, I just like anything that um, I don't know that when when a with when a singer has you can hear their soul. Yeah. When they yes. Sing. That's why I love like Sunhouse and uh, T Bone Walker. The the lead yeah. bellies from back in the day they all have just uh like you can I don't know, I think feel the passion behind not, both yeah, their, not, their voice and the lyrics and the music and they're not like trained vocalists but that's uh that's neither here nor there it's their I'm well not, their storytelling because really right. really music is your storytelling you know and so you could you could have the best voice in the world but if like it's not really a story that you give a shit about or anything. And it doesn't speak to you. Like you're going to hear it. I hear it. Like mm -hmm. I, I don't like it. So like I'll, I'll go and I'll dig through. Um, uh, there's a place called the, the record parlor that's in Hollywood, which is like one of my favorite ones. There's another one in I think St. Clemente or something, but it's like just old records, you know? And there's yeah, a reason yeah. why I think people sometimes gravitate towards like analog and things like that is just because you're going to hear all that stuff crisper. And I think it was, I think it was different. It was, I don't know. I could, I could talk to you about music too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're down with that too. We're, we're both we're musicians. Um, yeah. You know, he's um, obviously guitar and I, I play drums and I sing. So 
It's, oh my gosh. Do you I guys want to outside on my back porch? So yeah. I'm <laughs> I'm fully equipped with I we can have a band here if you wanna if you want to come jam. If out, I want to start. So I yeah, um I grew up singing as a kid. Um I used to sing at church actually. So so I always sang always. I was yeah, like yeah. A, I was in the choir and in the canter. My parents didn't make me go, I just wanted to. And then I now own, I don't tell people this because this is for me and I'm not good and I don't really <laughs> care to share it with others. I'm being honest, <laughs> but it's my, um, I bought a ukulele. Oh, and, nice. Um, I've always wanted a ukulele. Yeah. It's, it makes me so happy. It like, <laughs> I just bought it for like, to make my soul happy. Like, and it's funny. Cause like, I'll go, I, I love, cause it's like, I have like a tiny little carrying case of backpacks. So I can just like take it up a hike or something yeah, yeah. and I'll get up to the top of the mountain or I'll like go by the beach at sunset and I'll just start like jamming out. It's not <laughs> any good. Then people sit down in the by, trees, like, oh, make geez. the birds angry. Yeah. And like, <laughs> people think they're going to walk by and get like serenaded. And I'm just kind of like, you really need to keep walking. I do this. I do the same thing with the tambourine and uh, people yeah. are less enthusiastic about it. Yeah. I, I have two acoustic guitars um, and I know about six chords and okay. you know, I, I picked it up the honestly. Yes, it, exactly. Cause <laughs> you know, I'm sure you learned in with, uh, with modern music and stuff. I, you know, they, most songs use the same four to six chords throughout the entire music industry. You know, one, yeah. four, five, one is a, you know, four chords that you hear it everywhere. Absolutely yeah. everywhere. Seem to work okay for the Beatles. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so. That's the thing. You know, I feel like you don't have to be like, some genius creating this like masterpiece of combination of all this stuff. Like, nah, like, speak to people's souls. Like, that's it. Like, I, I almost think of it as like, um, I'm going to bring this into like a, a you, you guys know, like a sound bath, like where they use like the bowls and they like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. and like when you go choose one, they're like, you know, which one speaks to certain chakras and different things. Like, that's how I think of it. Like that is such a simple feel. Like when you do that, like when you actually try one of those out and you're like, Oh damn, actually I feel this, you know, like mm -hmm. you talk it about resonates. it, you're like, Oh, that's so weird. You're like, that's so weird, but no, it actually resonates with certain parts of your body and stuff. And that's how I think of it with music. It's just like, there's like certain sounds that just automatically resonate to certain parts of who you are. And like, you don't have to be a genius. You just have to like, understand i think your human how the human conscious kind of works and the, the human feelings and all that stuff mm -hmm. but anyways i could get really deep about oh. it but like that's how i see it like <laughs> not that hard i know i'm right along with you like i love you know when you listen to a brand new song and your hair stands up and you get the goosebumps and you're just like holy cow that just that hit me and i had no idea it was coming uh and i, I love mean, that i I resonate with Britney Spears and I don't know why it's just is a fact of life at this point. Hey, I don't know if you're joking or not, but I was a huge no. Britney fan as a girl. Like when I was little, like, yeah, well that was like, we were, well, yeah, we were, we were age, right at that age, you know, like baby, one more time. but the, um, I worked at a pay. I hope everybody enjoyed that. You're like, not getting that again. Five Britney Spears <laughs> songs. They played over and over again. And, I it just like sunk in and I'm like okay all right try I'm okay so I sense. I love that you brought that up so I I called up my friend um because I haven't heard that Britney Spears made a song called lucky I don't know if y'all remember this yeah, she's yeah. so lucky she's, she's a star, star but anyway so yeah. she, I'm like listening I haven't heard this in years since I was like right, a kid right. And I just, it comes on my Spotify, like, I think it was like two weeks ago or something. Throwback and Thursday just, just like, comes out of nowhere. I just like felt Britney in that moment. And I was like, holy shit. I was like. Well, especially I, with everything that's going on right now too. Right? Like it, it honestly is almost like a cry for help. And it was. It, when you register that, when you actually listen to that, it, it really does. Um, it just like hit. And it, it's funny because when you, the first time I heard it, it just seemed like a simple song. It wasn't one of my favorite songs of hers. I was, <laughs> I thought there was better ones out there. Like I, I remember I used to like sometime, sometimes I run sometimes. Anyways, I sang these in teen cabarets guys. Like <laughs> hey, hey. no idea. There's some Britney videos of me out there. 
But, um, and like, I just remember hearing this song and I was like, holy shit. Okay. You know, like, so, and sometimes music speaks to you at different times in your life yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you Definitely. can't really understand it or it doesn't get to you. And then you might hear it later on and then go, oh shit. Okay. So, um, I love how deep we just got about Britney Spears. <laughs> you know, it needed to happen. It, it did. Oh. It did. So speaking of Britney Spears, what's your favorite superpower? My favorite superpower. Okay, no, so wait, I, is it if you could choose a superpower? Yeah, for yeah, yeah. Come on, get the questions right. We I, have a list. You it's know right what? here. I honestly like. I, I get asked this, and I can't. I cannot give you a straight answer. Like, okay, I, well, if you had to pick one right now in this moment, and it could be anything, because you know, my hero academia has introduced quirks, and it could literally be anything right now. What would it be? I don't want to get. Avoid this right question. <laughs> I don't want to get deep, but if if I can just answer it and then not be asked about it, because I don't want to go down this rabbit hole, I would love to have the ability to unify people. All right. So that's what I would love to be able to do. I I like that. So next question. (laughs) question. Um, Exactly. We said it at the same time. We said it at the same time, too. You unified me and Tyre. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Your superpower is working. Um, So... When you when you first got into the industry, who was the first person you met that you geeked out about that you were like, oh, my God, I can't believe I get to meet you. Debbie Derryberry. Oh, that's such a good answer. I like that. Classic. Yeah. She's fantastic. She is. That was that was (laughs) fun. And, you know, it's kind of weird because then like because I so I have worked both production side and acting side. So I was working on the production side of things and uh, I had met a lot of big actors at this point already, but for some reason, Debbie Derryberry was the one that got me really excited. Um, So that was, I would say the first one. Um, Yeah. And then later on was uh, Linda Hamilton. So um, that was, that was next, but yeah. yeah. (laughs) Nice. I I like that. You know, we're in the similar age group. Did you grow up with like anime being heavy in your like watch rotation or anything like that what what were you kind of watching on tv back in the day um so hmm anime was not one thing that we actually had so my so i come from uh i'm first generation my mom's from colombia my dad's from spain and so it's funny because yeah no one ever thinks they have no idea (laughs) Like my first language was Spanish. No one knows. Um, but um, so I, I kind of like didn't grow up in a family where they're like, my parents were like, watch all these like classic films. Like the only classic films that my parents were like, you need to watch this was because my dad's a martial artist. And he was like every Jackie Chan, like we need to yes. see every single okay. one. All right, like, here we go. Now it. we can talk about this. Okay, what's your favorite? Because mine is Rumble in the Bronx. Oh I my God, Rumble movie. in the Bronx is so good. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's the one where he does the ladder thing, right? Where he uses the ladder to do. I still remember like the ladder. Like he had like a whole thing with the ladder. That was really good. Drunken Master. It was another really good oh, that, one. That's that one. one of my favorites. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, I like the one. I, d- I think it was Mr. Nice Guy, maybe, where he had a broken leg and a cast on but he was still mm-hmm. doing stunts and he had to uh, ride on, on this hover. Uh, I don't even know what they were attempting to do, but it was a hover vehicle yeah. that was going across this golf course. I love, I love Jack. He's, Chan, I'm sorry. he's so, he's so <laughs> fantastic. Good. Please story. So, and all those. Well, and it, you know, him doing his own stunts, like every time against, of course, the director and the producers like, no, don't do this. And he's like, look, I can choose what I want to do with my body, okay? Right. Although probably in the contract it said if he gets hurt that they're going to be, like, royally sued. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah. No, so that's all the stuff that I kind of grew up. I mean, besides, like, if we're just talking just animation in general, then it was, like, the Batman series. Like, I was obsessed oh, cool. with that. Yeah. Batman animated you know? series. So good. Batman series was so so damn good and it still holds up so well it too. Does. Like I, I tried watching yeah. it when it was on netflix and it was like you know i was marathoning that um obviously the simpsons i grew up on that um Classic. seinfeld huge seinfeld fan <laughs> as a child <laughs> like, right as man, you should be watching what was it seinfeld and friends and stuff as like a 10 year old <laughs> yeah 
Oh gosh. See, I didn't get into friends because friends felt too incestuous to me as a child. I was like, <laughs> this feels like too much. <laughs> uh, I didn't watch a whole lot of friends and it wasn't until later towards the end of Seinfeld where I started watching that. Um, uh-huh. But I, I feel like I used to like, cause like bo- the boy meets worlds and stuff like that. Oh, yes. Like, I used to love you had the TGI Friday lineups and all that, the step-by-step and I loved sitcoms. And I feel like now I, I can't stand watching sitcoms nowadays. Um, I can. Yeah. Still like watch the newer stuff, ones, but Did I'm, you I'm, guys watch how I met your mother. Yeah. I watched the start. I never finished. I think yep. I, we, oh. we started. I mean, to um, be fair, do you really need to finish? I don't, I don't really care for the ending. <laughs> well, <laughs> I assume they met their mother. I'm going to, I'm going to take that. As, I'm going to make that assumption. You need to go back and watch the show. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, what's another one. What about Chuck? Did y'all watch Chuck? Chuck. I remember the Chuck. title. Chuck was like, he would like download like the ability. Okay. So this is the type of superpower. Like if you ask me like in general, yeah. I would like the ability to like download information or like learn how to do absolutely anything and everything. And so Chuck was kind of like that. And so he would download all this information and then he would like go and like be able to like be a martial artist or know how to do absolutely. And you're speaking another language. That sounds awesome. (laughs) um, Yeah. And it was funny. It was really funny too. So um, it was, it was well worth it. Good show. (laughs) I'll have to add one, add that one to the rotation. It's behind like 18 other shows. So I may not ever get to it, but. I don't even remember what the original <laughs> question was, but um, oh, it was about anime and uh, and more along what, those what lines. Watching, yeah, yeah, <laughs> what I was watching. So, uh, I mean, if we're gonna talk just anime, then it's you know the Last Airbender. I love the Last Airbender. I'm excited to see what they do with yeah, Netflix. Yeah, they're continuing the yeah. the series and the the world and everything. That's really, I mean, it's such it's such a complex show for just like a kids show. <laughs> it is not just a kid show. <laughs> nope. Nope. I watched it again recent, uh, I guess last year, whenever it was out. And uh and I straight up cried. I was like, this shit is deep <laughs> and it's intense. Like, My- yeah, it's so good. So we we've we've talked about a lot of different, you know, <laughs> shows and worlds and you know, all this different stuff. So if you had to get teleported into a different universe what what where would you want to go again there's a right and there's a wrong answer um i'll let you pick first though <laughs> into you're a different always so universe? mean yeah like I am you know are if you we were, talking um, like marvel universe star wars universe it could yes, be in yes, it so exactly. it could be cartoons it could be tv shows movies comic books fuck, regular books doctor who fuck uh star trek uh Land of the yeah. Lost, My Hero Academia. Whatever. Can I point? Yeah. <laughs> I could be into any universe. Obviously not Resident Evil because, you know, zombies are everywhere. I mean, but I'd know what the hell to do. And I'm clearly already like. <laughs> well, yeah, I, she know. does have the professional experience with that. So I mean, come on. <laughs> um, I mean, it's funny because there's like things that I would like, I enjoy doing, but then I'm like, would I want to be in that universe? It seems dangerous. (laughs) Exactly. So it's kind of hard to really answer that. Like if I was just invincible, like I could be in a game and I could just like come back at any moment and I'm not really getting destroyed. Like it'd be really, I love Tomb Raider. So I would love to be in some sort of like that stuff. And obviously with all the outdoorsy stuff I love. Like Tomb Raider, Nathan Drake, like. You know, Indiana Jones. Yeah, like that would be really fun for me. Um, as long as like... As long as you, you don't know, die the second you, you step I'm not getting mauled by the wolves and the bears. <laughs> and, you know, until, there's just not like guys like, trying to kill me from everywhere. Like, if I could just like, be like really sneaky ninja, <laughs> like through the wilderness and like go explore things and stuff and maybe like not destroy all of the runes, you know, like I'm yeah, good with it. <laughs> but, see, but then you take a, a drink from the stream of water and then you get dysentery, which, you know, I, they don't tell you that in the game. They don't. I learned a lot about that. She's got the survival books. <laughs> Did, weren't you listening earlier? She She's ready. <laughs> Yeah, I know like where to get the water from. You guys know where to collect water from, right? This is going to be like, I mean, you guys might know already. 
Like if I, there's a lake, where do you collect the water from? From my Upstream. hands. And then you put it in your mouth. Yeah. From anything that's like above whatever enters into the yep. lake, never upstream. below the lake. Yeah. All mm-hmm. from upstream. Because everything so, else flows all the, down all and flavors, collects. All the flavors downstream, though. That's where the flavor is. See, I think you just go straight from the town. lake. I mean, if you want flavor, the stew is there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You just start boiling the lake and you've got you've got yourself a stew, baby. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, no, it's all from upstream and ideally glacier water. So like if I were in Rise of the Tomb Raider, then that that, that water would be fine because it's all glacier water and that's mm-hmm, probably right, actually right. cleaner than most other situations. And then all the tap water that we get in bottles and pay for. So it'd probably be better right. than that. <laughs> you know, you yeah. know how to distill it and what berries to eat and not eat. And I mean, yes and no, but I also watched like, was it um, born, was it born to be wild or into the, into the wild? That's what it was. The Alaskan Do you remember one? that movie? The Alaskan one? Yes, it was yeah. so good. So uh, good. And do we remember actually, what we learned about berries? Even when you think you know them, <laughs> you don't. I remember. Have a don't, second opinion of someone I, who knows. I remember uh, when somebody tells you not to go somewhere, don't go there. You know, when they tell you it's too extreme for you because you have literally no experience in the wilderness, which this guy didn't. And they, they and they like don't go there, and then also not tell people you're going there for, and bring no maps. He was. I listened to the like true story about it, and he wasn't really like he like went on hikes and stuff, but he wasn't a survivalist. He wasn't an outdoorsman. He went with like no maps. It's um, like me walking the trail down by the creek enough. and by my house and being like, all right, time to take on Mount Everest. Let's go. <laughs> I have right. friends like that, though. I know people like that, you know, and like not to say that I don't usually do a lot of dangerous shit. It's no, true. Sure. But, calculated but risks, I, though. Yeah. But I also tr- it's calculated risk. I also think about who I go with, because if that person is more educated than me in that, then I'm more comfortable doing that. Um, and then, but if I'm going with friends and I'm supposed to be the super educated one in this and experienced, and then my friend like has no clue what they're doing, I'm not going to put them at risk because we're, we're all going to get hurt, you know? So there's a level of like, you don't, you you don't have to be the fastest person in the group. You just can't be the slowest person in the group. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm bringing you along Joe, because I just need to be faster than you. Just faster than you. (laughs) If that you mountain line comes into play, you know, <laughs> no, that's terrible. No, you just, you want to, you know, you just want a good, you want good teammates and stuff. So yeah, so definitely you you need to know how to do certain things. Anything that's survival related, like I'm hardcore on. And some people are like, Steph, why do you want to know all this stuff? I'm like, cause you never fucking know. And knowing <laughs> me, I'll put myself in some sort of situation. Right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so uh. yeah. <laughs> See, I, I have read the zombie survival guide front to back, and it, it legitimately has like good survival here. tips in the book, which I was kind of surprised on. I was expecting it to just be some silly parody, but it's it's actually pretty decent. Actually pretty legit. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I just bought uh, last year for my wife's birthday, she had like some uh, survival book on her Amazon wish list that I picked her up. So yeah. Um, when oh, my so son... she's into this stuff too. Oh yeah, she's okay. she's the one who drags me out onto the hikes. Yeah, um, I'd I'd this rather. This is what I look forward to one day: a husband <laughs> that I'm like, "Let's go, honey. You're coming. No, you're not sitting on that couch." <laughs> like, on. But I can play games and adventure. No, <laughs> no, no. I, I enjoy getting out. I I, I do really yeah. enjoy that element of it. But uh... you want? Don't you want to? stuff into fruition all the stuff that you're learning like yeah, that's right you know. that's right i can practice everything that i just learned in tomb raider it's perfect um yeah. let's just find an ancient civilization and some ruins and i can show you how much i've learned i mean there's not many of us <laughs> left but <laughs> well so anyways so pokemon was the right answer Oh, was that supposed to be the right That's answer? The I'm right sorry. Answer. You want to go to the Pokemon world because you still get your outdoorsy, your camping. But I mean, everybody, you literally anybody, get kicked out of the house at 10 years old. Yeah. So anybody can you be know a Pokemon trainer. But you know what I don't like is that, and look, I like the concept of Pokemon. Don't hate me. But, um, you're you're about to saving. anger an entire I know, fandom. I'm about I to. I know I am. This. And I don't. And I and I say this with love, and I just say this from an objective viewpoint. 
you're kind of enslaving a bunch of animals and then using them to well, fight against one another. Well, I mean, it depends they, on they who want you are, though. In that cramped <laughs> look, 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 look. look. <laughs> All right. Well, actually. Um. <laughs> I'm, no, look, and I, I'm just talking about it if it was like real life. But if it's like, if we're just talking within the world and we understand the, like that universe and all that stuff, I have nothing against Pokemon. I love Pokemon. My favorite <laughs> one is Squirtle. Squirtle is like, I'm diehard yes. Squirtle fan. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> my, that was my first Pokemon Blue. I had, I got blue, so I had to go with Squirtle. I mean, Yay. that's the rules, right? <laughs> or like, what was it? Jigglypuff. I was like, Jigglypuff. I forgot it was like, Jigglypuff. Very good, yeah. Okay, now this is the Jigglypuff yeah, song exactly. uh, podcast. Um, <laughs> oh, man. So no, no hating on it. I just, I had to just get like really objective for well, like a hot second, you know, and just play. You know, that's that's even true in the world of Pokemon itself. You know, you way, do you both, have people who both got really... the Jigglypuff song wrong. By the way, Jigglypuff, yeah. you gotta Jigglypuff. You gotta go higher. Well, yeah. No, Come but what's the, have you heard like, my voice? No. Hip I can get a, all right, all right. I can get up high, but what is what is the? Uh, it's a jiggly puff, jiggly puff. Yeah, I'm, I'm on. Jiggly puff, jiggly puff. I didn't get it right, but is that how high or is it even higher? No, that's um, it. That's, that that's, that's 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 close. <laughs> now we need you to sing a, a Beyonce song in the voice <laughs> the jiggly of jiggly puffs. puff. <laughs> Oh, we're starting, to cover, we're starting oh, a cover band. We're starting a Pokemon cover band. So, okay, so so you got the Jigglypuff voice down, but <laughs> if you were to be stuck in a voice that wasn't your own, what voice would you want to be stuck in? Shit. I mean, <laughs> my voice though makes all kinds of <laughs> has a decent range. So, <laughs> but but I mean, if you had to get stuck in in one of those. You know, whether it's a oh, character. Oh, like in something that I've, like, done? Mm-hmm. Oh. And you had to talk like that, the cadences and everything for the rest of your life. These are uh, actually all psychology questions we're asking you right yep. now. And, we're, and we're just getting a deeper look into the psyche of Stephanie. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about this right now. Um, <laughs> so, no, there's a... Um, there's a <laughs> so, when I don't want to do something... Um, uh, one of my friends back uh, growing up in Florida, he loved to go out dancing and I hate clubs. Like I hate them. And, uh, but I love dancing. And I so I feel yeah. there. Yeah. And so I was like, I was like, well, if I have to be here, I'm going to have a whole nother persona. That's it. And so I created <laughs> this persona She's not super original in her name. She's French and her name is Amalie. Um, and okay. she is fantastic. And honestly, ever since I started, and I've only brought her out like a handful of times in life. I brought her out once in Vegas and I, and I go full character. Like, I don't give a shit. Like everyone <laughs> believes that I am French from, you know, Leon and like all this other stuff. But she is great <laughs> because she speaks her mind, doesn't give two shits, <laughs> which is kind of like how I am, but I can like get away with it because I'm French, you know, I'm not. Now, now, now with this personality, <laughs> so, have, have you met somebody in fr like French and they no, start to talk to you? God. Thank <laughs> God. Thank God. Thank God. I'm also very aware. Like I listen and I'm like, oh, that good person could be French. We're going to not talk now. <laughs> not a chance i would screw it up and it would be terrible but that would actually be really fun because she's got a whole like just personality that i she's very freeing and like gets away with everything oh, well, <laughs> well you, you you gotta give us the voice you, you gotta give us amelie oh shit okay <laughs> um on the spot uh, so for those people who do not know who I am, um, her name is Amalie, and um, she is from the south of France in Lyon, and she loves it there. Most of her friends are American. She knows them from university. They go there for, um, uh, what do you call when people go to your, um, uh, the study abroad? Um, and so they all go there. 
And, and then I make all these friends here in the United States and I stay there with their, in their houses and um, they're very, very nice. So like, that's like her normal, like <laughs> nice, like whatever. But then right. she can get like, <laughs> you know. I like it. I like it. Yeah. No, she's, she's, uh, she's interesting. Uh, maybe just because I've had a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, there's lots of other voices yeah. that I would like love, but uh, but they're they're just they're they're harder to keep up with. <laughs> so I'm I guess I'm gonna ask you a question that we haven't asked anybody yet because I just thought of it um uh, while we were on our little break over yeah. the, the month. But so, what is the worst job you've ever had, just in general? Not necessarily um, like worst voice acting job or acting in general. Like just what's the worst job? Worst job ever. Um, you know, flipping burgers or barista or. I mean, I've, I've, I've been a barista. That's kind of like my origin story actually, but. Um, <laughs> Damn, you nailed it, huh? Yeah. Um, you, but you, uh, <laughs> would I say that was my worst job? No, because it came something, something came from it. I think it maybe maybe my first job. I don't know. I was my first job. I was 14. Uh, I worked at the gym and okay. they made me like flip that sign. You know what I mean? Like come to the gym <laughs> thing. Yeah, you know, yeah. we were outside. <laughs> oh, and, like, man, I had to so do that. And... Yeah. Like I had to do that. And that was like before <laughs> it was like cool, right. I guess, you know, Did like you... before everybody started doing it. So like I had to do that with a friend and then we also had to put like flyers on people's cars. So it was like oh, all this stuff no. that's like obnoxious mm. shit that people mm. hate, you know? And then, um, and then I remember I had to like wipe down all the machines and then I would have to go to the mall and check people's, um, uh, body fat percentages. And, <laughs> and, and that's not even the parts For that I hated year old? for a 14 year old. You know, the part that I hated, oh, well, can we just I'll tell you the part with- that I hated. The body the fat I, thing people don't do anymore because it's not healthy. Yeah. Well, you know, we've learned, <laughs> hopefully we've learned a lot. They also, the part that I actually hated was that, so they gave me a t-shirt to wear and I wanted to wear like pants or something like, no, 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 no. You have to wear short shorts with this. I oh, was man. 14. Why did I have to wear a small tiny shirt and some short shorts to go check people's body, you know, that index, whatever, like at the mall, that's the part that I hated. Cause then you had to wear that yeah, while you're no trying shit. to clean up. And then you got like creepy old dudes that are like mm. checking out 14 year old girls. That's the part that I hated about that job. I didn't even hate so much. The, actually, I did hate flipping that sign. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever get good at it? Did you ever get any sort of skill? Uh, with the sign? Look, I was 14. I was so excited to have a job. Like some kids like don't want to work. I was like, I want to work. I want to make money, like all this stuff. So I was super stoked about that part, but that's the part that I didn't like. See, see nowadays with flipping the signs, it's become so mainstream. You have to have a bachelor's in performance in order to to flip it right, man. I've seen some of those guys. It's crazy. No, I just had to go. Well, you you are in luck. I have I have a two dads and a podcast sign here for you. Oh gosh, no! I don't ever want to see. It. I honestly, I haven't thought of that since I was fourteen. So yeah, oh, man. we're digging up those painful memories. Oh, uh, good. I'm good. Yeah, it's so funny. All the other jobs I've ever done, even if they weren't like the best, like there was still something yeah. rewarding about them. So yeah. Well, I feel you there because I mean I've I've flipped burgers at Sonic Burger, but I worked with all my friends. So we had a blast. I worked at Payless, but again, worked with my friends and had a blast. Um, Worked at Walmart and uh, that was always interesting. Um, Yeah. But working there was a lot of fun. Uh, Oh, I I could imagine. I think I- I mean, there's an entire website dedicated to the people of Walmart, so. Yes, yes. I had one day where I went in uh, hungover as shit and they were doing an Easter celebration and uh, in the lawn and garden department and I was working register and they were giving away free hot dogs. So I was eating free hot dogs and to celebrate, they had a giant cookie and a cowboy for Easter, you know, because that's what people do on Easter. I'm all for it. (laughs) And then kids started shoving cardboard under car tires in the parking lot and lighting them on fire. And this car went up in flames. It was a lot of fun. 
you just gotta work there. You gotta <laughs> unless you were the owner of the car. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> no, I was gonna say, right, did like probably bad for them. You know, they yeah. weren't having a great day, but I unless was having they, an like, awesome purposely day. Purposely did that. Maybe they like volunteered their car for this. I'm like, this is what we're gonna do today. We're gonna burn this car. <laughs> you I know, I this like car. that. It's got bad memories. Like, I don't for want Easter. it. I, I like know? that. For I Easter. like that positive twist. I like that positive attitude about. Them. Yeah, you know, maybe they were like, "It's for Easter. It's going to resurrect. It'll come back. Don't worry. This is the test." You know, like in three days, a car will appear. Yeah, it will appear again. Don't worry. So, uh... and, and from then on out, we sacrificed a car every Good Friday. Every Good Friday. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm not like. No, maybe I'm strange. Like I, so I had an I, my first. My first, so I've only had two cars in my life and I'm very loyal with my cars. And, um, I got a Jeep Wrangler and, nice, uh, nice. and, and like it was 1995 Jeep Wrangler it was already Ooh. older. I loved it. It was stick shift. Like it was canvas top zippy windows. My oh, mom, so you got, you nuts. got the real Jeep Wrangler. You, you got, I got, you got it. the good. Yeah. yeah I got, I went <laughs> full on, you know, I didn't even know how to drive stick at that time. And, uh, and I was like, I don't care. I'm learning. Um, I did flip it once. Oh, nice. Totally. Hey, it still Things works. Though. You just Don't flip worry. it back over. It's yeah, just put it, exactly. Just flip <laughs> it back over. You're fine. People don't understand that. But uh, so anyway, so I, I fought, you know, to keep this car. Anyways, I kept this car all the way until 2019. I think oh, it wow. was. Wow. And, nice. uh, and so, so I kept the car all the way until 2019, still loved it, but I wasn't able to get, like, I've, I've done lots of like work on it, but I couldn't give it the love that it needed. And, um, and so I was like, all right, so if I sell this car, there's, or, or there's two ways that I'm, I'm going to be able to, to part ways with my car. One way is I'm going to sell it to somebody that's going to give it a whole new life and redo it and do all this stuff. Right. And you're going to work in like visitation rights somehow into the, you know what I <laughs> kind of, kind of do, um, anyways, but, um, and like, and then the second way is I'm going to donate it to the, like, there's this big stunt uh, it's called like action factory. And, uh, and I'm going to do this whole thing where like, I'm going to drive the car, but then a stunt actor is going to get into it. They're going to flip it. We're going to blow it up and it's going to live in existence forever in film. <laughs> so that was the two ways that it was going to go down. <laughs> I did end up going with the first one. <laughs> and this actually funny enough, this French gentleman was obsessed with the car, loved it, you know, and sent me pictures like as he was like working on it and stuff. Did too, you tell so. him you were also French? <laughs> No, I, I didn't want to let him know on like all that because I probably wouldn't have made the sale then, you know. Like, uh, <laughs> like, but anyway, so it's just kind of funny because I, you know, I kind of was okay with like blowing up my car if it like went out like that in glory. Well, in a blaze of glory, uh, yeah. yeah. Blaze, and it had I mean, to flip. I, if, if it didn't flip and blow up, I was not cool with it. You know what? That's, like, how, I would wanna, that's how I would want to go out too. So you made... <laughs> That's the way, the only way. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. Oh man. Oh. Uh, but y'all weren't expecting this. You wanted to learn about Stephanie. <laughs> well, I am sorry. <laughs> going to finish this up, and she's going to be like, "None of that was true." <laughs> that and that was all bullshit. <laughs> Scene. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, man. oh so shoot. do you do you uh you know do you get a chance with all the outdoorsy stuff that you do to play any any video games or do any play any of the stuff that you voiced in yeah i do so i stream every thursday so every thursday night um i i stream uh Can you sh shout it out for the people yeah what's 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 your out? what's your twitch handle uh yeah it's at at because i clear so because I clear for those of you guys are obviously played Resident Evil 2, you know, like yes, the whole explain. reason, <laughs> that, the whole reason that, you know, when Claire has that moment with Sherry and Sherry says, why are you doing this? You know, and, and Claire just says, because I care, that's it. And so that's kind of like, <laughs> it's like kind that. of a play like that. on that. So it's because I clear. Um, but, uh, but yeah, and that's, I mean, not to sound cheesy, but like my whole channel is super wholesome. Like, yes, I cuss and all that stuff, but it's like a feel good place. Like it is about welcoming everybody. And it's like that, like whenever I, cause I do crazy shit on the weekends. So then like, everyone would be like, what did you guys, what did you do this weekend? And I'll tell them they're like story time with Stephanie, you know, yeah, like, there you go. You know? so, um, and everything, you know, everything with that is like, just 
you know, it sounds cheesy, but because I care, like, I love that whole line of like, it doesn't have to be some really elaborate, like, you know, crazy it doesn't thing. have to be about me. It doesn't have to. Yeah. I like that. It just, you, you just do it just because that's it. You know, and, and we say in Spanish, por, uh, porque te nace, right? Porque te nace means because it, um, it just naturally, your soul just wants to do that. You know, you just want to, you know? And so I love that. So anyway, so that's why it's because I, because I Claire. <laughs> gotcha. Well, what, what are you, what are you playing currently? Um, you know what? Funny enough, I'm playing Resident Evil 2 because I hadn't played it in a while <laughs> and it's spooky season, you know, um, mm-hmm. and also my birthday. So they arrive at Raccoon City on September 29th and then they leave on the 30th and my birthday is September 30th, which is so oh, weird. Oh, there you go. But, um, nice. Yeah. So I started playing it for a, a multitude of reasons. But that's what I'm playing now. Before nice. that, I was playing crash bandicoot warped because oh, why hell not? yeah because it's crash uh, bandicoot <laughs> yeah before that i was playing like rise of the tomb raider before that was alien isolation like so you i play it's variety of games so nice so yeah. nice. so is resident evil 2 your favorite resident evil or do you do you have one that you like more no i really do it actually is um it is actually one of my it is it is the, it's the one that i got introduced to um, and so, and it is, it is actually my favorite. So, nice. um, you know, that's why I was like, God, I hope it's good. <laughs> <laughs> like, like we did our best. Like we, so Nick and I treated it like, like our babies because we just knew like how much it meant to us. So like mm-hmm. the whole team, we were like, we'd like kid gloves. We were just like this thing and this thing and this thing. Like we were yeah. all very careful with it and wanted to make sure it was good. So yeah, See, I, I think m- my favorite is four, but that's probably oh, just yeah. because of nostalgia. You know, I've played well, it great. about 30 times through and I don't think that's exaggerating. <laughs> yeah, no, I just started seven for the first time. Um, Seven's scary. I never had it. That's what um, I heard. And I want to play it in VR and I keep telling myself I'm going to. And I still haven't, and it's been like two years. <laughs> do you have right. Do you have a VR set? Yeah, I have the PlayStation VR. Oh, then what the hell are you waiting for? I know, but it's scary. <laughs> do you enjoy the the October spooky time personally? Because uh, I mean, we love it, obviously. Yes. Yeah, but. you know, I I do. It's it's funny because I'm not big into um like gruesome stuff. Like I don't like gore. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I like I like jump scares. I li- I kind of like fall in general. Um, because I mean my my favorite holiday is actually Thanksgiving. But for Halloween, we like my friends and I we do like all the festivities. So, um, you know, we went around like finding all the different houses that open up. Like so, here in LA, yeah, they'll yeah. open up like mazes or they'll you oh, know just I love decorate the, really the nice. maze maze. <laughs> yeah, like so those are super fun. We also go to the you know, the different pumpkin patches out mm-hmm. here. We'll go to oh, yeah. the haunted hay rides. Um, I like those. I said, we're, I do every year, I do a, a Halloween themed uh, dinner here. This year we're doing Dia de, uh, Dia de los Muertos, you know? So it's just like last year we did like twenties themed, like witches and stuff. The one before it was like goddesses. I don't know. We I do all kinds of stuff, but, um, but yeah, Halloween. I like, I like all of it. I just don't like very gory. Gory is not my thing. <laughs> so, but that's, scare that's the fair. shit out of me. Yes. Like, have you guys, I mean, have you of y'all have ever had an opportunity to do that? But when I was, um, there was a time when I worked with children um, at the YMCA. And I remember I was a school age programs director. So I was like in charge of like 300 plus kids and like doing all the big events and all the stuff. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. And, um, and for one of them, I was invited back. I didn't work there anymore. And I was invited back for a Halloween and uh and to do like through like the maze and so they're like yeah can you like would you want to like be a part of it and like scare people i was like absolutely yes so like (laughs) i just oh my gosh there it's just like it's like oddly gratifying like i like dressed up as like a doll and i just like just sat on the floor and just like like this the whole time i didn't move at all and so multiple people could come through and they wouldn't have even noticed Right. And then all of a sudden it happens. I had so many grown adults scream, <laughs> scream, bloody murder. <laughs> like, yes. And I may or may not have liked it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you didn't, I would be disappointed. But then I would then, then when I was done, 
and like, I would go out there and like, it was funny because I remember I like walked out there and I saw some people, like I knew like some of the parents that like I recognized and they like, they like walked up to me and they couldn't tell quite that it was me at first because they hadn't seen me in a while. And they're like, oh my God, you scared the crap out of me. And then I would start talking like, wait a minute, Stephanie. And I'm like, yes, I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) You asked for it. You yeah, wanted you this. Decided, you chose <laughs> to come through this maze. You we said you wanted house. to get scared. They're like, well, we thought it was a kid's thing. And I was like, well, that's why I purposely chose the adults more than the children. <laughs> <laughs> we, we had that house growing up. Um, the, the, they had uh, the dad would always be in like the scarecrow thing. And he'd just sit there and you knew it was coming. The candy would be right in front of him. You knew it was coming every single fucking time. You knew it was he a person. He still got you. He still you got saw you. the people before him, but he still got everybody. And you couldn't not because they gave out the full size candy bars. You had to go <laughs> to the house. You couldn't avoid it. They were That's- that house in the neighborhood and they did everything they could to scare the shit out of everybody when they went up there. You had to earn that candy you bar. You earned it. That's right. Yeah, you exactly. earned that full size right? candy bar. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, my brother stole it from me. <laughs> Damn him. He should have earned it. <laughs> gosh that's awesome though (laughs) well so thanksgiving is is your favorite favorite holiday what's what's one of your favorite traditions um so my i come from like so food is a big deal my dad's a chef and so um what the fuck your your dad's a chef and a ninja (laughs) straight up yeah Man, I have a lot to aspire to. He is, dude, he is like, I, I, am, I am one of those people that I know I feel very blessed. Like I have like the most awesome parents ever. Like, yes. So uh, my father, yes, he is a chef and a ninja. Um, um, but uh, yeah, so for, for, for me, food is a really big deal. So I really love um, cooking. Like if I don't cook on Thanksgiving, like if I get invited to somebody else's home and they say, don't bring something, it does not feel like Thanksgiving. And I usually don't want to go. Like, I'm like, thank you for the invitation. But like, I want to slave away in the kitchen and make this. Well, (laughs) I I will send you an invite and you bring as much food as you want to. (laughs) It is very obvious that I enjoy food. Oh, no, seriously, but that's like I love I love the the making of food, but but the real reason I love Thanksgiving and I think what I what I think is so great about Thanksgiving and I there are I enjoy all the holidays. I tend to be very traditionalist in those things because I think it sure, helps yeah. to to enjoy the year, you know, um, mm-hmm. and all that. So, but I think what I love about Thanksgiving is that it is the most how do I put this? It feels like the purest intention as far as like not like how it all started we don't have to go into the the history but like yeah but if we're just talking about modern day um it feels like the purest form of a holiday because it's really just about food and gathering with your loved ones and that's it it's not about presents it's not about you know how much you're giving out candy or what you're you know you don't have to it's not the stress of like got to find that perfect, you know, outfit to dress up for Halloween. It's not, yep. and, and, many, and all that stuff is super exciting. You can eat. Yeah. And I love all that. <laughs> I love all that stuff. But like, yeah, for me, Thanksgiving is just like, we all cooked. I also enjoy cooking with people. Like that's like a very, um, it's like a yeah, very yeah. intimate thing that you do. Like, you're just like, we are truly friends because we have cooked together. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's how I see it, you know? And then when you eat my food, this was our, we've done this, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I really love that. I think I just love the like simplicity of like what it is. Like, it's just very. So, like, so when you get your invitation, what are you bringing to dinner? What's, what's, uh, what's one <laughs> dish you can't live without at Thanksgiving and one dessert you can't live without at Thanksgiving? Um, well, the turkey's got to be good. So, well, yeah, you know, uh, like Scott, hey, I've, I've known ham uh, people and I don't understand them personally from an emotional see, level. But look, if you're having ham, at least still have the turkey. You know, we've right, done both right. before. That's fine. <laughs> you have, have ham have on the then. side. Yeah, that's that's fine. But don't forget the turkey. Don't forget the turkey. Like if the turkey's right. not there, it just feels weird. But um, <laughs> I would say but the one that I love to make. Um, I guess it's just, it's a sweet potato casserole. Um, but I make it like with like, you know, some bacon fat, fresh herbs, Ooh, you know, then nice. I've got like, so the it's marshmallows. more savory. 
Yeah, marshmallows. Uh, yeah, uh, and then the uh, and I like pecans and walnuts. I like chop up on top and then I like nice. torch the top of it, you know. Um, there's just something should. very I love that dish because I think it's got like texture, but it's also creamy, but it's sweet and savory. And like I love pulling out the torch and like oh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> if that's not your you favorite know? part, you literally get the light shit on fire. I, like let's you also go. know I am a pyro, like a very <laughs> safe pyro who doesn't destroy yeah. people's things, but like loves fireworks and fire. Oh, so, see, like, we're we're not yeah. um we feel you know, soda cans with gasoline and kick it across friends' backyards. We, we may have lit me on fire a few times. Yeah. I mean, I am not condoning any of this. <laughs> I may have ripped uh, my shirt off at least once to put him out. But, <laughs> not drop and roll, and in your case, strip too. So, yeah. There was a jug of water right next to him. He just wanted an excuse to take his shirt off. Oh, guys. <laughs> guys safety first safety yeah, but, first. Oh, yeah. so what about the uh, so what that kind of wraps up dessert and everything all in one kind of, but i i mean is it it does but it, it's still it's savory yeah it's a little bit of a mixture of both and that's my go-to dish because i know nobody else makes it um and so if i don't have it it just is not going to happen and i love when people are like oh, i don't know if i'm gonna like it and then like <laughs> they, they take a bite it. and it's just like oh my god give me more right. yeah. um, see i've had bad sweet potato casserole too that and it turns people off you know you have something yeah. bad and it's just like mm, no. i never want that again no so, i'm not so. that person that's why when people are like people that say i hate vegetables i'm like yeah you have not had my vegetables what vegetables are you eating <laughs> like, and who is cooking like it's man. not me <laughs> so um cranberry sauce homemade or out of a can homemade all well, right. actually, it depends who's making uh, it. Okay. And I like I like the sauce more than I do the jelly. Okay. okay. See, my, my wow. wife actually makes a homemade cranberry sauce each year. You know, she gets the fresh cranberries and orange juice and the sugar and melts it all down and a couple little spices in there to enhance. And so, like, when she started doing that, she, like, loves cranberry sauce she doesn't like the canned stuff i can still look you open it up you give me a slice <laughs> down where it's in the perfect it's, shape of the it's can simple. <laughs> it's simple it is unhealthy. it's classic it comes from a can i like things that come out of cans was it ocean spray usually well, you're, makes it? <laughs> you're a survivalist you should be getting used to this can stuff oh like, look i have two sides i either have <laughs> mre can like i'm eating whatever the hell's in the wilderness or it better be five star. <laughs> like, there is no in between. Okay. <laughs> like... Well, it is almost six o'clock here. We have tied up an hour and a half of your time. So let's keep going. Um... <laughs> it's been great um, talking to you. Honestly. Um, I hope, uh, I hope you had a good time. We try to you. be a little more relaxed here. Yeah, um, I did. Yes. I'm glad. You know, when you were like, yeah, so we're not going to ask you everything that everybody asked. I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, guys. It was a pleasure, though. Yeah, it was a of lot course. of fun. Um, yeah. You're welcome to be interviewed by me anytime you want. You just let me know. <laughs> Get in touch. That's good. <laughs> I'll be there to record, so. Oh, lovely. <laughs> okay. Ten minutes late. He, he wasn't supposed to talk. <laughs> I... <laughs> All right, <laughs> Yeah. Awesome, guys. Have a good one. You too. Bye. And scene. Scene. Yeah, that was. (laughs) (laughs) I missed my timing there for the 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 swap, but that's that's okay. okay. That can be edited. Oh man, she was so much fun fun time. Always, always fun. I know we say it every every week. Every time. Every single time. Wait, so it, she brought us together to as, as an interview. She unified duo. us. We were unified, and and man, we it got a little awkward when it was bedtime, though. <laughs> <laughs> but I told oh, her she man. could get off the Zoom at any time. <laughs> like you can leave any part. You don't. You don't have to. <laughs> you don't have to come. Yeah. <laughs> but that, it was it was a lot of fun. She was super chill, super cool. She had you could tell that she enjoyed being asked questions she hadn't been asked before. Yeah. Speaking of well, superpowers, of music. Oh <laughs> uh, man. Well, hey, if you have any comments or anything about the interview, you want to talk to us a little bit about what was going on or ask us some questions. Hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, 2DAP2020. 
Instagram. You can email us at 2dap2020 at gmail.com. Comment on the YouTube video, of course. You can also Don't help support forget. us on Patreon. Don't forget to check out our new like YouTube shorts. I'm pitching in. I'm doing our new series, Packing Cracks, and it is going to be crazy. No, 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 no. That is uh that you go to the OnlyFans for the Packing Cracks. We're doing cracking packs. Correct. Shorts. That's different. We're opening packs of Pokemans and Magic the Gathering. Some, some and eventually Yu-Gi-Oh. maybe some Yu-Gi-Oh! It'll be thrown in there. So yeah, yeah. check that out on our YouTube. Uh, you can also, in the description of the video, you can hit up our Discord and keep up with all the stuff going on. New videos, new Twitter posts, and you can chat directly with Felix and I if he ever gets online. My, I'm, mostly me. He, yeah. Yeah. I do the emails. Yeah. <laughs> so, but guys... As always, next time on Two Dads and a Podcast. Next week when we do our live stream, not 100% sure on the top five yet, but we are going to deep dive into the world of Cowboy Bebop a little bit as we can. A little bit more. We're going to we're gonna discuss, you know, we went over our favorite episodes. What we're going to talk about next week is we're going to talk about kind of what we expect and what we would really like to see from the anime and then yeah, by the, so it, from the anime nice adaptation little from live clean, action wrapped up sort of um deep dive into what we expect and then do maybe a review or our comparisons so keep an, keep an ear out for that that's going to be a lot of fun but yeah. as always guys thanks so much for listening love you too yeah thanks so much for listening <laughs> thanks so much for listening You're going to carry that weight. Enunciate.